0: Welcome to this week's class in Chassidus. We're going to be learning this week a beautiful Chassidic discourse from the Rebbe. The name of the Chassidic discourse is called Atah HaRaiso And the Rebbe said this Chassidic discourse on the second day of the of Shavuot in the year Tofshin Memvov 34 years ago. And right after Shavuot, the Rebbe went ahead and he certified and edited this Chassidic discourse. So again, the Chassidic discourse is based on the verse... In Deuteronomy, where the Torah says, you were given to see to understand. Ki Hu that Hashem, the the infinite name of Hashem, is Alekim, which is also referring to the finite name of Hashem. there's no other existence that exists in the world other than Hashem. We also say this Atta as you know, every single Shabbat holidays, before we take out the Torah, before we say, before we get ready to open the ark, we say this verse from Deuteronomy, Ataharei Soladas. Jehovah says, this verse is writ- written, we are in Mishnah Torah, we know the book of Deuteronomy is called Mishnah Torah, where Moshe Rabbeinu said it on his own, obviously with divine inspiration, so it's different than the first uh, first four of the five books of Moses. So the verse is in Deuteronomy. And the Rebbe says that the Altar Rebbe explains in the book of Tanya that when the Torah tells us, that you were given to see and to understand, that the infinite name of Hashem and the final name of Hashem is one, when? When did this happen? So the Altar Rebbe says in Tanya that this happened in Matan Torah. Because in then, in Matan Torah was the revelation of Atah Hare And there have been a footnote explains, because obviously there's different, there's this discussion, different commentaries that say, some say that when did we see that the, uh, um, Hashem was Elohim, and Enamel some say it was, and when we left Egypt, um, in Yitzhak Mitzrayim with the miracles in Egypt, going out of Mitzrayim. But the Rebbe says the altar writes clearly that this is referring to when Matan Torah, when Hashem gave us a Torah. And the rubber quotes from the altar, Rebbe, the Alt-Rabbit says as follows. And he says it in Yiddish, uh, um, you, referring to you, the Atmos oirein saiborhu, the essence of the infinite life of Hashem, heresa, you made yourself shown to us, you revealed yourself to us, ladas, that we should know, who are like him, that the infinite name of Hashem and the finite name of Hashem is one, enyat mulvadai. So the author translates and says that at Matan Toira, Hashem revealed himself, that we, with our intellect, were able to comprehend and understand the two powerful components of Hashem, who are like him, and aid, Einoid Mavali. And like the Rebbe explains, because we know that there's two different levels in understanding godliness. One is a level of Avayuhu Elohim, which means yud Vavke the infinite part of Hashem, elokim the finite part of Hashem, and the way the truth is really they're all one. It's not a contradiction. It's all one. It's different levels of concealment, as explained at length in many places in Chassidus. There's another level of understanding of Hashem, enoid mivadei, that the only thing that exists, the only thing, is Hashem, enoid mivadei. And um, so, with, in this, the, so with this, the altar explains in Tanya that when we receive the Torah at Har Sinai, which we're getting ready to celebrate the Yom Tov Shavuos, so this revelation of the essence and the infinite of Hashem in a way of heresa, Hashem revealed Himself to us, and the altar explains, not only revealed Himself like in an in a abstract way, but in a real revelation, we literally were able to see with our physical eyes that Hashem, the infinite name of Hashem, and Elokim, the finite name of Hashem, is all one, and Einoid Muvadei. Now, think about this. Can you imagine us human beings, we're all at Mount Sinai, we see, what do we see? Yutke Vavke, Elokim, and even the higher level, Einoid Muvadei. So the Altarist says, you know what happens when we saw this? We totally became Batal Ben We totally, like, we didn't exist. I mean, you have such a great revelation of Yudkei Vavkei, Elohim, Enaid Melvadei, all reveal that we can see it and experience it. What happens to us? We don't exist. If Hashem really, really exists, the whole ego goes out the window. And as the, as it's brought down in Chazal and tell us in the Talmud that in every utterance that Hashem said at Mount Sinai, our souls were leaving our body because the light was too powerful. Now what happens when your soul leaves the body? Technically you're dead. So Hashem had to revive us. And Hashem was actually um, practicing the revival of the dead because our souls were leaving our body. And how did Hashem revive the dead? So the Talmud tells us, Betal, with a do, the special do, that in the future when after Mashiach comes, and it's going to be the dead is going to be resurrected, so how is Hashem going to resurrect the dead? With Tal, with do? So the same do that Hashem is going to use when He's going to resurrect the dead, when Mashiach comes and so that's the same do Hashem used to, to revive us at Har Sinai. And uh, the rubber quotes from the Talmud, the Talmud says that based on a verse in Psalms where King David says, and also just to point out that King David is one of the uh, um three major figures of Shavuot, because we know that on Shavuot King David passed away. On Shavuot, so in one of the uh, in in the, in the Psalm of King David, he says as follows: Now, and so it says over there that Hashem gave us tremendous amount of rain. Geshem is rain. So, the commentaries say, what is the rain referring to? What rain does Hashem give us? It's referring to the tal, the dew, that he revived the Jewish people. We're telling Hashem, thank you for that tremendous rain. What rain? The rain, we were dying at Sinai because the light was so strong, so you brought down the, the rain to revive us. And, um, the author explains in Tanya, so what was it? What was the tal? What was the dew? And what was the practice? What's the ingredients of this tal? What was the tal that revived us? What's the do? So the author explains, the author explains in Tanya that the tal that Hashem used to revive us, the do that Hashem used to revive us, is the do of Torah. And the, like the famous quote in it, in it says, um, if anyone that's busy learning Torah, tell Torah mechayehu, the tal, the do of Torah will revive you. So here you see already that the secret, to revive us and to give us the greatest vitality is do. What is the practical do that we can relate to and we can connect with today? That's the do of Torah. So guess what? You want to be alive? Learn Torah. That's the secret. Torah will give you the greatest do that will literally make you alive. Not only spiritually for sure, but even physically. The biggest gift, the biggest blessing you can give yourself is what? Is learning Torah. Now the Rebbe brings over here from a teaching from the Baal Shem Tov. And we also know we mentioned right before, by King David passed away on, on, on Shavuot, and the Bashiyotim also um, his yard site, is his Yom HaYiluah, his pa- day of his passing is also on the holiday of Shavuot, and um, the Bashiyotim says that anything that takes place in the world, anything that happens to us in our lives, it's not just a happened. Everything that happens is to teach us a to teach us a lesson in how to serve Hashem. So anything that we go through in our lives, anything that happens in the world that we connect with, it's all about learning a lesson. What lesson can we learn to serve Hashem? So the Rebbe says, that's in general about life. But how much more so when it comes to Torah? Why? Why specifically with Torah? Because the verse says in the Torah as follows, God commanded us to do the statutes. Ha'eladis, and the Torah says clearly, why should we do it? And we should do it le'yiras Hashem alakenu. So we should be in awe of Hashem. So the Torah states clearly that the goal, that the goal and the purpose of of doing the mitzvahis is to create a deep uh, relationship with Hashem, an awesome relationship with Hashem. So notice in this verse says clearly that the whole Torah, all the statutes, what's the purpose? It's all the teachers us a lesson in life. A lesson, how we can become closer to Hashem. How we can serve Hashem. How we can be in awe of Hashem. And up to the point, obviously, of doing the mitzvahs. So we do the mitzvahs, but it's all about creating a relationship with Hashem. So the Rebbe says, if that's so, that, that everything in life and everything in Torah is to give us a relationship with Hashem, a, a, um, a meaning in our life, and to learn a lesson. So how much more so this idea of Torah, that what? That we just learned that when Hashem revealed Himself by Har Sinai, every revelation our souls left the body, and it came back with what with Tal would do, and we already learned that do is referring to Torah. Obviously, these two components that our souls left our body and our body and the souls came back through Tal through the do. That's obviously also a lesson in us to serve Hashem. And the Rabbi brings that uh, from from the Balshemtov. Again, we mentioned that the Balshamto's yarts on on, on Shvot, and he brings in his famous book called Keser Shemtav. So in, in this book of Keser Shemtov, he brings a teaching from the Mishnah, Imperky Avot So what does it say in the Mishnah? It says in the Mishnah, Da Ma Mimach, that a person should know what's above you. And the Mishnah says clearly, there's a, um, there's a Hashem, he hears, he sees, etc. So the simple understanding of the Mishnah is we should know what's above us, what's referring to Hashem. The Baal Shemta we know teaches us Chsiddas. He teaches us the inner dimension of the Torah. So, how does the Baal Shemta translate and explain this Mishnah? And he says like this Da mala baila, you want to know what's going on in high, you want to know all the spiritual energies that that that's out there, mimcha. It's all from you. In other words, any any um, space you're in, any mood you're in, that's the mood you're creating on high. So it's not that on high creates our reality. We create our reality. So for example, if you're in a good mood, you're creating good energy. God forbid, we're not going to say, but if you're the opposite of a good mood, you're creating negative energy. And based on what Al shanta says, It's all about us. We have the power to transform our lives, but not only to transform our lives, to transform the spiritual energy around us and above us. Now, the Rebbe says this powerful teaching, which is a very, very powerful transformative teaching, it teaches you that we have control of our lives. We have control of the energy around us, based on our approach to life. That's why it's important to be happy. That's why it's important to have a positive outlook on life. That's why it's important only to say nice things. Because by being positive and happy, we're creating positive and and happy energy. Uh, So everyone benefits from it. So the Rebbe says that this teaching... The Rebbe quoted from the Baal Shem, Tov, Kesa Shem Tov. But the Rebbe says this, that this teaching is also brought down from the Magad of Mizrich, and another place is brought down from the Alta Rebbe, and everyone has their little nuance how they explain specifically these minor differences in each, in each, in each one of their uh, quotes of this concept. But the concept is the same concept. What's the concept? That everything that takes place above all comes from yourself. Now, based on this, wasn't does, wasn't even does practically, and represents and self understood that when a person sees and, and knows, in other words, from yourself, you see and you know from yourself that by now I am experiencing right now what Matan Torah. We're getting ready for Matan Torah, so I'm experiencing what receiving the Torah. How do I know I'm receiving the Torah? Because the Torah says that Shush is coming up. We're receiving the Torah. So we are experiencing Torah, the, the Torah. So the same thing also, since we're experiencing the Torah, because it says in the Torah, so that's the same thing that happens on high. That also on high is Matan Torah. So it's a whole different perspective. It's not because on the high is Matan Torah; therefore, we have Matan Torah because we're experiencing Matan Torah. And obviously, we're experiencing it because the Torah says so. So, therefore, on high there's also Matan Torah. And what happened on Matan Torah in our Matan Torah when we received the Torah, we. Were elevated to the level after HaResa, Hashem uh, uh, revealed Himself das that we should comprehend and understand and know ki Hashem who are like Him that the infinite part of Hashem the finite part of Hashem is all one ein oid there's nothing that exists other than Hashem other than Hashem in other words let me translate that you atzmos soif, the infinite the essence of Hashem. Revealed yourself and literally revealed yourself, but Riachushis literally is tangible. And together with that, when you revealed yourself Hashem, you draw down into the Jewish people, Tal, the do, but which do that you draw down to us? The do that you're eventually going to use to revive the dead. And that is referring to what? The, 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 the redo of Torah. And this idea of reviving the dead that Hashem gave us through the Tal of Torah, that gets permeated and becomes part of who we are. Like the Rebbe quotes in the verse, it says in the Torah, Zois ha haTorah." this is the Torah, Adam. Zois ha this is the Torah, and it refers to whatever it's referring to in the verse. But the Hasidic insight is that Zois ha Adam, that the Torah, and again, we know now what Torah is. Torah is that magical power of Tal Torah, which is going to be used to revive the dead. So if we can revive the dead in the future, it can revive us now for sure. It gets internalized with in who we are. Torah, the Tal, comes into the other human being until that becomes who we are. Who are we? We are a human being that's infused with the Tal, the Do of Torah that gives us real life force. And that applies not only when we're learning Torah, but whatever we're doing, in all our actions. So, how much more? Should the Rebbe says that this idea of tal Torah applies to our spiritual work in in our in 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 the, in the times that we're living in right now. Now, so just to recap, so what we just learned? We learned is that Hashem by matan Torah. Revealed himself. It was too much for us. Our souls left the body, but Hashem created this magic, Tal Torah, the dew of Torah, that allows us the soul to come down into the body and experience the powerful light. And the Rebbe says that we have the power every single day when we learn Torah to experience that powerful energy of Tal Torah, and therefore we can. We could, as souls in a body, experience this powerful, infinite, infinite, inf- infinite light. And as the brings to the Baal that it's all up to us. If we learn, and we believe it, and we feel it, that's the energy we're gonna, uh, going to create. Now, the rubber brings back to what we mentioned before, that um, the, the verse... Uh, that the Talmud brings the verse from from, uh, from Psalms from King David. And what was the verse? He says, Geshem Ndavois Tanefilikim. Had we learned that Hashem brought us back through the Tal? Because the verse says, Geshem, rain. Um, ndavois, obviously a tremendous gift. Hashem came and brought us t- to elevate us. So, Revelation says, one second. What does the verse say? Geshem Ndavois. What is Geshem? Geshem means rain. So, how come the commentary say it was Tal. Tal is dew. Dew is not rain. Rain is rain. And dew is dew. So another place is explains, whatever brings, that even though it says Geshem rain, but it doesn't mean literally rain. It actually means dew. But ever says, what do you mean? But it says rain. How can you say it? It, doesn't mean, it says rain, but it means dew. If it says rain, it's rain. If it says dew, it would have been dew. And here it's saying rain, and you're translating as dew. Rebbe explains as follows. Rebbe brings from the, um, Middala Rebbe, the second Chabad Rebbe, on a Hasidic discourse that he has on the verse of Tal Torah, the idea, no, on the idea of Tal Torah, the do of Torah. And it's part of a, a, a long, um, uh, Hasidic, um, uh, uh, set of discourses where he speaks about the, um, the of and, uh, different ideas of Erechagashuas and so on and so forth. But he explains it over there as follows, in reference to the idea of Tal Torah. And he says as follows. He brings the verse in from Deuteronomy, where it says like this: Yarif kamotor likhi tizal katal imrosi. So Yarif literally gets translated, translated translated as Yarif from the back, Kamotor, like rain likhi, which is referring to the Torah of Hashem. It's the shira, so it's obviously very very intriguing, every single word. And tizal, Katala, it drips like dew, imrasi, my words. That's the verse. So the Mithra says that this verse, is what is it referring to? It's referring to Torah. Why? Because Moshe Rabbeinu said the verse. Parashat And Moshe Rabbeinu received the Torah from Hashem and gave it over to us. And we know that Torah is actually called on Torah's Moshe. Sure, it comes from Hashem, but Moshe Ma- is the one that gave, that was the intermediary between us and Hashem. So the verse says is referring to Torah, but if it's referring to Torah, why does it use the term "mater," which is rain, and "tal," which is due? So the middle Rebbe explains that in Torah, there's two levels. What's the two levels? There's a level in Torah which is tal, which is due, and there's a level of Torah which is mater, which is rain. And the midrash explains as follows. What does it mean? There's two levels, and he says as follows: that rain. How does rain come down? So rain, the way it works is when the when the earth becomes very very uh, misty and moist, etc. And as the Torah says clearly, the aid Yalamina in is like a, a mist that goes up from the earth, and then the Hishka's kol adamah, then the rain comes down and waters the waters the earth. In other words, the the rain a starts off on the earth and then it comes down and gives and and and, and waters the earth, or like for example, the verse says yered when the rain comes down, here verse haaretz it makes the, the earth um, moist etc. then it gives birth and it gives gives off growth. So in other words, you see clearly that rain starts from the earth and ends with the earth. It's connected to the earth. On the other hand, Tal, the Mithilab explains, that comes from on high. And the, the and he brings from the famous uh, story in the Talmud that when it comes to rain, it comes to rain, be, um, because it comes down from below, that means we have a connection to it. So if we're behaving, we get rain. Sometimes we're not, Hashem holds back rain and we pray to Him and then He does give us the rain. Many stories in the Talmud. But the Talmud says Tal, when it comes to do, like, like Hashem never plays games with a do. The, the do the always comes. That's what Hashem gives it always. Do you can always count on. That's a gift that Hashem gives. Why? Because it has nothing to do with us. It's a gift from coming from Hashem. Irrelevant. We deserve it. We don't deserve it. We behave. We don't behave. That comes from Hashem. So in other words, practically you see clearly that rain is connected to us. It comes from us. And it starts off with us. Ultimately it comes from Hashem. But it starts off. It's connected to us. Versus do comes strongly from Hashem. So, the Rebbe, so the Rebbe explains the same thing. Also, there's two different levels of drawing down from Hashem. One is everything comes from Hashem. One is where it comes down from Hashem, but it comes through. And I'll say it in Hebrew. I'll translate a serusa When we do our work down here, then Hashem brings us down a gift from above. What does that reference to? That's reference to rain. Just like, for example, we mentioned before, that rain comes from when the earth, so to speak, gives off like a mist, and in other words, practically speaking, when we do our physical, spiritual work, then we get the blessings from on high. That's called, we do our work, causes to come down a gift from on high. And like the verse says, yarif kamotor likhi. So I mentioned before, Yarif means what? Little translation is the back. In other words, back What does that mean? So the Chazal tells us a very interesting idea. That when we break our back, then the rain comes down. What does it mean we break our back, the rain comes down? And what does that mean practically? So the Rebbe explains very simple. What does back mean? Back means when you're turning your back. You, can turn, you have face to face and then you turn your back. What does it mean you're turning your back? Like the verse says, You're turning your back on Hashem. Now what happens when a person turns their back on Hashem? Now you're not connected to Hashem. So Yarif means you break the back. You break the idea that you're turning your back on Hashem. And as we broke the fact that we're not looking to our Hashem, and we break the concealment the back is concealment the front is everything is revealed the back everything is concealed so when a person breaks the back they do their avoider their work and they're they're putting the toil into it to break the fact that we disconnect from hashem then let's be clear so what's he breaking our back? So ever goes on a step further and he says like this when we say breaking the back there's this don't think you have to physically break your back it, it, what it means is very very simple. It means no, no no Your soul is in your body, and your body's whole with all the three two hundred and forty eight limbs, three hundred uh, and this uh, uh, sixty five um, veins in there, etc. You have everything. Uh, your body is complete. So what does it mean? You're breaking your back. It doesn't mean chasson breaking your physical body. It means you're breaking your heart. It means that you're becoming humbled. And once you break your heart, so Deborah brings a quote in the Talmud, it says, once is, if you if you if you if you break half, if you break the whole, it's like as if you broke the whole, your whole your the whole human being. Um and on the contrary, Deborah says, You might think, Why well, should I have a broken heart? Why should my heart be broken? And Deborah says on the contrary. When a person breaks their heart, when a person feels remorse, when a person opens their heart, that's when the body becomes complete. And the other quotes a famous saying that there's nothing as more complete like a broken heart. Powerful line. There's nothing more complete than a broken heart. One hand is broken. No, no. A broken heart is complete. A heart that's not broken is not complete. So, Eurif means we break the heart. Now, what happens when you break the heart? When you do have remorse? When we open up our heart to Hashem, then Yarev Kamoter Then the motter. Then the the rain comes down from on an high, and then the rain gives us um, uh, uh, water, and it gives the earth what it needs, and then things get. Then things start growing, and things start um, uh, giving off fruit, and so on and so forth. So that is Yarev Kamatalikki, which is the first level. What does that mean? Again, when we do our spiritual work. Of our, 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 sensitizing our heart to God, to Hashem. Then the rain comes down. Then we receive all the blessings. That's one level. What's the second part of the, uh, of the verse? al-katal imrosi. That's the level of do. What does that mean? That's a gift. Hashem just gives. Without doing any effort. Do just comes down. And like we mentioned before, the do never stops. That's something which totally comes from Hashem. So based on this, the Rebbe explains, which is again, one's referring to and then Hashem gives us a gift, or where it's a to- total gift from Hashem. So the Rebbe says like this, just like you have the we do our work, and that causes to come down from on high, or for example, you have a straight up which is not connected to any of our work, 100% gift from Hashem, so, <clears throat> the same thing also explains, that in general. But it also applies to Torah, the two aspects of Torah. There's an aspect of Torah which is called Likhi, and there's an aspect of Torah which is called Imrasi, which means like this. <clears throat> the light and the energy of Torah, which is called Matar, which basically is called Rain, And we know rain requires Aravaida. What aspect of Torah is that? That's called the Chitzanius of Torah, the external part of Torah, which is called Nigla the Torah, the revealed part of Torah. In order to connect to the revealed part of Torah, that happens by a person toiling in Torah and putting an effort into Torah. So that's the the component of Torah requires effort. It's the revealed part of Torah, Nigla the Torah. And like we know of the famous, uh, saying with, the, it's part of the 12, 12 uh, sayings that all the children know that says, you got to, umatsasa tamin. That if you want to be successful, you want to have matzasa, you want to find, you want to have, su- you want success, and you want people to believe you, you got to, you have to put the effort into it. In other words, what do you see from here? That what you're going to find has to do with the effort. If you don't put an effort, you're not going to find. So based on the effort, that's going to be the success rate. Now, even though the rabbi says, but one second, we know that you find people find things, and finding is not really commensurate with how much effort is put into it. Like literally, someone finds a, a lost, a, 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 someone finds a gift, and you don't have no idea where it's coming from, and you just find it automatically. But nevertheless, there is some kind of an effort. You have to, you have to, you have to be able to, you have to, you have to find something. You have to be somewhere. You have to look for something. And a matter of fact, if you look in a place. That the that the lost article is, how you're gonna find it. You have so you're looking in a place where it is. Like, for example, the Red quotes the verse, a very powerful verse um in the Torah where it says, Ubi kashtem that you're gonna look from over there. So the author explains in the Torah, what does it mean you're gonna look from over there? That what does it mean you're gonna look from over there? What does it mean over there? Specifically over there, because you can only find something which is lost in the place where it was lost. You know, so you're going to be cash them, you're going to look where it's not lost. You lost something, for example, right here, and you're going to look over there. How are you going to find it? You have to look where it's lost. So in other words, you see clearly when it comes to Torah, the revealed part of Torah, requires effort. And it requires effort, a lot of toil, and then you'll be successful in learning Torah, understanding Torah, connecting to Hashem through the Torah. That is the level of Torah, which is the le- connected to the idea of rain. yarif kamater Likhi. Torah, that's connected to the idea of rain. You have to put in the effort. But then there's Tizal Katal Rossi. What is Tal? That comes automatic. A gift from Hashem. Imrosi, what is that referring to? That's referring to the to the part of Torah that comes on its own. What is it called in Kabbalah? Talah, the Bedulcha, which is Talah, Tal, which comes down, the nut of it, it drips down, Meatikah Kandisha. We know the highest Shira is Keser in Kesel there's Atik and Arech, and Atik is the higher one, so Atik is called Atik HaKadishah, the holy level of Atik, and this level of Torah, which is connected to to um, Atik Kadisha, and that is the part of Torah that Hashem is going to use to revive the dead, which part of Torah is that? That's Pneumius HaTorah, that's Kabbalah, Zohar, Chasidus. So when you learn Torah, what are you connecting to? You're connecting to the part of Torah that comes automatic. The blessings come automatic. And this is the powerful component that has the, that's gonna have the power to revive the dead. And guess what? It can revive us today as well. And that's why the says, when it comes to Tal, which is automatic, which is connected to the Primus Torah, and we don't have to do anything for it, it says Tizal Katal. What does tizal mean? It comes from the word of noizal, it's flowing. That means that literally the way it's in its source, that's the way it comes down into this world. And those tizal comes from the word of mazal. We know that we have the neshama down here, and the neshama on high is called the mazal. So the mazal itself comes down to this world. Now, obviously, the revelation of this idea of tal in a revealed way, that's going to be lost in love. When Mashiach comes, t'chies and, um, uh, like it's explained, the Rebbe says, um, in, in, in this one from the, from Middle Rebbe, that's why the, that's why it says in, in, in the, in the Torah, whoever learns Torah, tail, tal, Torah, the tal, the do of Torah is going to give you, give you, give you life. What does that mean? That when a person learns Torah in this world, so, when Mashiach comes, the Tal Torah, the previous Torah, is gonna to be there for you. But you have to start learning now in this world. And like the, like, the, brings another, another, um, uh, phrase in the Talmud where it sounds like this. Ashrei mi shabalakan. Fortunate is the person that comes here, referring to on high after one hundred and twenty the Talmuday Yodai, and his Talmud is in his hand. What does it mean his Talmud is in his hand? And Dura explains because when a person learns the revealed part of Torah, Talmudoy, because because the revealed part of Torah, that's Talmudoy, the concealed part there is a gift. You're receiving the gift, but it's a gift. What do you do to, to for the real Torah? Start learning mysticism. It just flies in. It like lightens up your life. For the Talmud, you have to struggle. You have to learn. You have to understand. You have to discuss. You have a, a partner. You discuss it with him. You question. So you have to meditate on it. But. So Talmud Doi, when it's your Talmud, is referring to the part that you worked for, the one that you earned, the one that you learned. So when it comes to the revealed part of Torah, which is Talmud that's your Talmud that you put the effort in, and when you put the effort in. in this world, that's when you have the time to put the effort in. Then, by doing the effort of learning Talmud in this world, when you come after 120, then they give you as a gift. They reveal to you the secrets of the Torah that you put the effort in. It's not like two Torahs, to be clear. There's one Torah. The Talmudic means the revealed part, the one we're able to work on, we're able to learn. But after we put our effort in, then all of a sudden Hashem reveals to us these powerful secrets that are in the Torah that we already learned. And as the and as the uh, the verse says, Torah Chadasha, a new Torah, may iti It's is it going to come out for me. In other words, at the revelation of the new Torah, which is called Tal Torah, when is that going to be? May iti for me, and that's going to be when when Mashiach comes so based on this the Rebbe explains why is it and what is it about this Tal Torah that's going to be used to revive the dead what's the connection between Tal Torah and reviving the dead and the Rebbe explains very very powerful and he says like this what is the tremendous novel idea of the resurrection of the dead because what's going to happen at the resurrection of the dead, you're going to need some powerful energy to revive the dead. What powerful energy is that? It's not something we can bring to the table. That comes Isarusadalailah from on high, which is not connected to any any any, uh, any of our effort. And like it's brought down in many, many discourses, and we actually learned a few toxic discourses the uh, last couple of weeks about the Tchiyas or Haba, etc. But, uh, just to keep it complete, we'll stay focused, what's brought down in many, many Hasidic discourses is that the novel idea and the um, and the difference between Tchiyas and the Gan Eden. So we learned that Gan Eden, the Garden of Eden, is a lower level. Tchiyas is even a higher level. Why? Tchiyas is much higher than the Garden of Eden. Like, for example, when we uh, pray in Shabbat, so what do we say in the prayer, sh- prayer service in Shabbat? It says like this. The <speaking in Hebrew> First, we talk about Olam hazeh, this world. The Then we talk about the world to come. We're going on higher, the Olam Haba. And Olam Haba over there is referring to what? Gan Eden. And Olam Haba can have many connotations, but in that case, it's referring to the Garden of Eden after Olam Haba over there, which is referring to Garden Eden, it says, the So it starts with Olam Haba, this world. Olam Haba, the world to come, which is referring to God Eden. And then it says, which is the highest. Now, so when it comes to the Garden of Eden, over there it needs our Avaidah, our spiritual work. Which means our work beforehand, in order to go into the Garden of Eden, and even in the Garden of Eden, because we know in the Garden of Eden there's there's, there's many many levels in the Garden of Eden, and you can go from le- one level to the next, and then there's the Amur between between uh, uh, between one level on Ghanedan, another level on Ghanedan, etc. Et and not only that, not everybody merits to go into the Garden of Eden. Like it's brought down in many places, Ghanedan Elion. There's a higher level of Ghanedan uh, because it requires work. Ganadin is all about effort. The more effort you put into this, in, into creating a relationship with Hashem in this world, doing mitzvahs, praying, etc., and that's why people give charity to people that passed away, so they can have a schus, a merit that they can be elevated in the Garden of Eden. So, if you want to elevate someone that you know, whether it's a parent, a friend, whoever, maybe a family member, in God, in, in, so you do mitzvahs over here in their memory. This way, they have elevations because in Gan Eden, it requires effort, effort in this world. So, Gan Eden is all about putting in the effort however when it comes to the resurrection of the dead uh, what do we know what does it say every single person is going to have a place in the world to come and over there we're referring to what we're not referring to world to come Ghaned, we're referring to the resurrection of the dead now even though in the mission it says there are certain people that are not going to have not going to be resurrected but the rebbe says it's, it's brought down in the talmud Yerushalmi uh, that by going through a transformation a transformation and a refinement. Um, they will also be resurrected. So, generally speaking, everyone will be resurrected. Some people might, have, might need a little refinement, or touching up, etc., but ultimately, everyone will be resurrected. Now, what's the reason that everyone will be resurrected? It's Chiasam versus Gan Eden, it's a process, levels, and etc., because the, the godly revelation that's going to take, take place <coughs> that. In, in, in Gan Eden which is the lower level in the Garden of Eden where does that come from? it comes from, from Hashem but it comes based on the effort of how much effort we put into it which is called in Hebrew or in Kabbalah the way God is connected to the world and therefore it has to do with how much effort we put into it however the revelation of Tchiyah is from the level of Soive Kalalman it's such a powerful light it can't be internalized in this world which is called Esau, it's a gift from on high a powerful energy from high which is totally much higher than anything that we can do so therefore since it's a gift from on high it doesn't do with our work and since it has nothing to do with us that's why called Yisrael all Jewish people have a place we're in the world to come and again referring to when we say if world to come we're not referring to Gennady we're referring to in, in, in that Mishnah and so what causes everyone to have a place in the world to come, that's called tal tri the tal, the do of tchia And this level of the do of tchia comes without us doing our work. So here you see the rubber connects the idea that the idea that tal tchia, which is totally a gift from above, now we understand why everyone will have a place and a connection to the idea of what? Of tchia now the Rebbe comes and he says something very, very beautiful and very, very powerful. And this is why, Baruch Hashem, it's nice to have and be connected. Such a powerful um, Rebbe that really uplifts us, inspires us, and shows us a whole new level. And the Rebbe says like this. Nevertheless, he says, you must say, you must say. It's coming from the Rebbe. You must say, and it's understood. So A, he says, you must say. He's telling you, you must say it. Okay, I get it. I'm saying it. Then he says, it's also understood. understood. You can understand it. And then there it says it's also simple. First he says you must say. Okay? I accept. But then he says, No, you can understand it as well. And then he says it's also very, very simple. And then there it goes a step further. And it's enjoyable to say it. And guess what? What 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 you must say, it's understood, and it's simple, and it's enjoyable that this idea of Tal Toira, the do of Torah. That's going to be, as we said in general, when Tchiyas the Rebbe says we have it now. Wow. That's huge. The Tal Torah, the Rebbe says we have it now. How do we have it now? And the Rebbe says it's very simple. Because it's known that everything was given by Matan Torah. Everything. That means if everything was given by Matan Torah, so Tal Torah was given by Matan Torah as well. And the Rebbe brings from the Altar Rebbe. The Altar writes in Tanya and it says like this, in reference to the revelation of God, which is going to be in the future. And specifically, we're talking now with which we know what's the revelation, is that going to be a powerful revelation, which is called Tal Torah. And the Altar writes in Tanya, K'far Hoya already was, La'ilamim in the worlds. When was it? When Hashem gave the Torah. And he quotes the verse, After HaRaiso Adas. Hashem revealed Himself for us to know Hashem Hualakim, lekim, al Vaday. In other words, the revelation of Tchias HaMesim was already at Matan Torah when Hashem gave the Torah. And uh, there says that, that the Rebbe says, the Deuteronomy writes in Tanya, Kvar Haya It was in two worlds. What two worlds? So what does he mean two worlds? So what, the Rebbe explains what two worlds are we talking about? Two different levels in the worlds which is referring to the... the the world is, is referring to the idea of the finite part of the world. So two components of, of finite. A, in the world of time, and in the world of space. In the finite world of time and space that we're living in, it was all revealed already. Like the two insights into the idea of Oilam. Two worlds, time and space. And we know that what's the... Um, Hashem v'Hashem um, Yud Hey Vav Hey, which is the infinite part of Hashem, was, is, and always will be. Now Hashem has created the world and keeps on creating the world. And when Hashem created the world, and at Martin Tabor, what did He reveal? The most powerful part of Hashem. And based on this, explains this is also an explanation. The famous line that we say that Martin and Torah Hashem revealed Himself by the Torah so how come He doesn't do it again and the answer is that Matt and Torah is not going to be again why is Martin and Torah not going to be again because since everything was already given to Martin there's no reason for it to be again if Hashem came by Martin and Torah and only gave us a part of the Torah guess what He has to come back and give us the rest but He already gave it all to us so it doesn't have to come down again and draw down this light so since it's not needed if it doesn't have to be again and like it's the Rebbe brings uh, 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 what's explained, it says many places that the whole Torah was given in the Ten Commandments that were given at Mount Sinai. So what does it mean practically, the Rebbe says? All the levels of Torah, the level of revealed part of Torah, the level of the concealed part of Torah, the level of Tal Torah, which is going to be revealed in a huge way, in the future, everything already existed by Matan Torah. And this that was existed, was given to every one of us. Like it says in the Madrash, that the Torah was given to every single person. Even literally babies that are nursing from their mother. And even pregnant women, their ch- children that are in their womb, also received the Torah. Everybody was there and everyone received the Torah. And it takes like a step further. Even the people that were not even conceived yet, were at Mount Sinai, or souls that were here and passed away. Everybody was at Mount Sinai. That means everybody received at Mount Sinai and experienced Tal Torah. Now, based on this, the Rabbi says, this fact that Tal Torah was already given by Matan Torah, so it's possible to say on two levels it was given. It's possible to say, yeah. True, Hashem gave a Tal Torah, Matin but guess what? It's concealed. It's hidden in the treasure. Like, for example, there are many, many treasures that are hidden, concealed, and nobody sees it. Nobody even knows that they exist. So you can say, guess what? Very nice. Tal Torah is a Matin Torah. So it's concealed. Like, for example, before the Torah was given, so it says about the Torah, chem gnuza. Hashem says about the Torah, I have this tre- tremendous treasure that's hidden. And so, before the Torah was given, Torah existed, but it was concealed. It was a chem da gnuza. It was a beautiful treasure. Now, so even though you're going to let's say let's say you want to go with that and say, you know what, Tal Torah was given, but it's concealed. And the fact that we have it, even though we can't access it, and, but it's concealed, that makes you feel good. Like we all know, for example, if somebody has a tremendous treasure, even though you don't use it, but nevertheless, it has you have the value of that treasure. And based on practicalities, if you have a treasure, even though you don't flaunt it, and you don't show it, you're considered a very rich person, because you do have a treasure. And the fact is, says, not only in theory, even according to Jewish law, in the laws of, let's say, somebody makes a vow, he's going to give the value of himself, and so on and so forth. So it says, based on your value, the kayin, the priest, has to value and it has to do based on what you have, what you worth it, what you're worth is. And if you have a treasure, even though you don't use it and you're not planning on using it, you're considered a rich man, and you're going to be valued as a rich person. And it says it's also self understood amongst the in the Talmud it's an expression of Tagri Lud, the merchants of Lud. And also, for example, in the, in, the, in the custom of the land, and even in the, in the outside of Israel, and all over the world, if somebody has a treasure, they have a treasure. So the same thing also, what would be the par- what's the parable, that with reference to Tal Torah, this powerful gift of Tal Torah that Hashem gave us at Mount Sinai, so you can say, guess what? It's a tremendous treasure we have, and it's concealed, from when? From the time of Matan Torah. And Based on the fact that we own the treasure, we have this tremendous value. And who, who, who who's the one that basically values us? The priest. And we all know that, uh, the, 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 whoever quotes from the Talmud, that says, Hashem is considered a priest, and Hashem values us for our tremendous treasure that we have. And the whole world knows that, the that we're chosen, because we have this tremendous treasure. But the Rebbe says, great idea. You want to say that we have it as a treasure? Beautiful. But the Rebbe says, no, 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 this is not the powerful, revolutionary idea of Hashem gave us a Torah. Because the fact is, before Hashem gave us a Torah, the Torah was also hidden. So why does Hashem have to give us a Torah? We can say, we have the Torah. What Torah? It's a treasure. Just like the Tal Torah is a treasure, the whole Torah could have been a treasure. The Rebbe says, no, 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 the Chiddush, the novel idea of modern Torah was that Torah is not the treasure anymore. We have the Torah, we learn the Torah, we connect to our shem to the Torah, be in an internal way, in a revealed way, and literally, without any, you know, mystical ideas. Practically, the Torah, we internalize it, it's revealed to us, and it's real. So the Rebbe says the same thing applies to Tal Torah. This powerful component of Torah, which is called Tal Torah, which is going to be used to resurrect the dead when Mashiach comes, it's not enough that it was in the past, Hashem gave us not in Torah, but it has to be something that every one of us have to, should, and could internalize. And as the verse says, Ki hi because the Torah is our chachma, our wisdom, bina understanding, because the whole idea of Torah is that it has to be internalized within us in the level of chachma, the level of bina. We have to learn it, we have to understand it, we have to comprehend it. So what does that mean practically? What the Rebbe is saying is that Tal Torah, guess what? It's not a treasure that we have in the past, it's present. What does that mean practically? The Rebbe says like this. He brings a famous Mishnah, mission. Mishnah says that when you want to teach Maisa Merkava, which means the mystical parts of the Torah, and you want to teach it to an individual, so you can't do it to an individual. In public, you're allowed to teach it. Kabbalah, you're allowed to teach in public. But one-on-one, teacher a student, you're not allowed to, unless, the t- Mishnah says, the person's a Chacham, the person's wise, who may have any understanding from from on, on his own. That's what the Mishnah says. So says, so what does that mean practically? That when a person, a yachid, obviously someone that has the proper chachman bina, learns maister which again, practically, what is that referring to? Premius atari So when a person learns that, so he's not just an isolated person, by him, by an individual learning it, where obviously where it's appropriate, he, he, um, he elevates not only himself, but all his students and all the Jewish people, that when he comprehends it, everybody comprehends it in an internal way. Now, so that's a nice insight, but there takes take a step further. What we say before, that Martin Torah wasn't just to a select few. Martin Torah and the revelation of Torah was to every single person. So therefore you must say that this idea that a person could understand Torah, we're not talking only the revealed part of the Torah, that's obvious. We talk about no. Tel Torah, the premius of Torah, the Chassidus part of Torah, is replies to every single Jewish person. And Rebbe says it's possible to say this is the major accomplishment of Torah Chassidus, the Torah of This is what we're learning right now. We're learning Chassidus, which is the practical understanding of Kabbalah and mysticism. Premius of Torah. What's the whole? What's the? What's the novel idea of Torah Chassidus? The novel idea of Torahs of is that we should learn Pneumius HaTorah. What does that mean on mystical terms? Tal, Tal the B'dulcha, this powerful Tal. Tala, the Tal, the Nativ that comes dripping down Mayatik Kadisha. So when we're learning Chassidus, we're connecting and understanding and we're bringing within us is this powerful Tal of Atik within us. And how we, how, 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 when we're connecting to the Tal, is it just coming over us superficially? No, no, no. Debra says, when you're learning Chassidus and you understand Chassidus, and you grasp the concept of this, and he quotes over here from the, from what we say about the Shem'i in reference to learning Zohar, in a way of you and in a way where it's comprehended and it's understood, you're literally, by learning Chassidus, by learning Primus HaTorah, you're drawing down that Tal, that powerful energy that's going to be used to revive the dead, Tchiyah Samesu, Mashiach you're bringing that powerful energy within yourself today. Now, give us one second, in previous generations we know it was forbidden to learn this, to learn Kabbalah and mysticism, and you're only able to learn it in public and you have to someone that was, as we mentioned before, from the Mishnah, elevated and so on and so forth. The fact is like this. Right now, the time that we're living in, it's called in the spiritual calendar, it's called Erev Shabbat. So what happens in Erev Shabbat? We're getting ready for the last bit, um, bit right before Mashiach is coming. So it's, Mashiach is almost here. So it's Erev Shabbat. And we know that there's a Jew, the law in, Jew, in, in, in Jewish law It says like this. What happens in Ere Shabbos, everyone knows, every Ere Shabbat, you come into the house, ah, it smells delicious, right? Because Shabbos is coming. Spiritually, it smells great. And physically, it smells great. All the beautiful challah and uh, fish and salads and chicken and meat and challah it smells delicious in a, in a, in a Jewish house. Why? Because you're getting ready for Shabbos. Not only the physical Shabbos, but the spiritual, spiritual Shabbos. So it says that when someone walks in Ere Shabbos, it smells so good, they want to eat it. So you can't say, don't eat it, because the person will faint. You can't say eat it, Shabbos is coming. So according to Jewish law, in Arab Shabbos, you taste, you taste a little from the food of Shabbos. That's called the uh the the tasting before Shabbos. And you matter of fact, you taste literally from every single dish that smells good, you are it to taste a little bit. And it says, toyamel, those that taste the taste of what's going to be like on Shabbos, so it says Chayim Zochu, they merit real life, because before Shabbos, on Shabbos we experience Holiness New no, at Shabbos, but to be able to on a regular Friday, a weekday to experience Shabbos, that's a very, very high, le- high level. So that's on a physical level, Ere Shabbos. Now we are Ere Shabbos, right before the Gulab, right before the Redemption. So right now it's Ere Shabbos, and when Mashiach comes, What's going to happen? Tal Triah is going to be around. The Tal of Torah, which is going to revive the dead. So therefore, because we're, we're getting so close, so therefore we have to taste of the revelation of Tal Torah, which is going to be revealed when, when Mashiach comes with Tchia Samesim. Well, how do we do that today? Very simple. Just what you're doing right now. Listening to a class of Chassidus, Learning Chassidus, Understanding Chassidus, Anything connected to the previous Torah, you're literally tasting of the Tal that's going to be revealed in the most powerful way with Chias Amazim. And based on this, the Rebbe explains very powerful. What did we say before? We quoted the verse from, uh, from Tillum, from Psalms, where King David says, Geshem nadova is toni falakim. That Hashem, you revived us by, by, by matin Torah with rain. So he said rain, and and they they translate as dew. So why, so if it's rain, then it's not dew. And if it's dew, it's not rain. So the rebbe explains very simple. Because the dew of Matan Torah, oh, it's called what? Geshem rain. Why? It's dew. It comes from Hashem. Because the, the rebbe explains very simple. Because the ultimate goal of Tal is not that it should just come as a gift from Hashem, but it should also have the quality of Geshem know tal the quality of tal is it's a huge gift from hashem the quality of geshem is we put the effort into it you really want the fusion of the both you want the effort of geshem but the blessing of tal the effort of effort of geshem are avoided our work but we want it to draw down even from higher from the level of tal up to the point that we should understand it. We should comprehend it. We should internalize it. Not just coming showering over us. Just like Geshem, where it's internalized. Through the idea of Nikolotar. So You want the fusion. You want the effort. You want to learn the negliteracy and understand it. But you want the blessings of talter of xidus. And based on this, Jehovah explains why it says in the verse, Atta haresal das. You Hashem revealed yourself that we should know. What do we know? Hashem alekim the infinite part and the finite part of Hashem, Enei <speaking in Hebrew> Melvadoi is nothing other than Hashem. And when was this given? As we said, the altar says, it's not referring to Yetzirah, it's referring to Matan Torah, and this revelation of Tal Torah, Hashem alakim Kim, <in> Enei <Hebrew> happened at Matan Torah, but it gets redrawn every single year in Matan Torah, which we're getting ready for Matan Torah. Because when Hashem gave us a Torah, he not only gave us the revealed Torah, he gave us the Tal Torah, he gave us previous A Torah. Talah, the B'dulcha, and Talah, the Nathan Me'atik, coming down from Attic. Which is one with the infinite Hashem. Atta, you, referring to the essence of Hashem. And based on this, Rebbe says that it's known that Shvuas is connected to Moshe Rabbeinu. Moish Rabbeinu received the Torah from Har Sinai. It's also connected to David of King David, mentioned before that he passed away, and the Baal Shem Tov. because on on is King David passed away. And the says in this year that he said the Hasidic Discourse, that year, King David, uh, that year, Shavuos was on Shabbos. And we know that um, uh, uh, King David also passed away on Shabbos. So that year, Shv- the second day of Yantam was also on Shabbos. So there's more of an interesting, deeper connection with the year the Rebbe said the Hasidic Discourse. And the Rebbe said also the Baal Shantam passed away on, on Shabbos. But here the Rebbe says something very powerful, and he says like this. So what do you say? The, the King David passed away on Shabbos. Um, and, and the Bashanta passed away. I mean, King David passed away in Shabbos and on Shruas, and, and the Bashanta passed away in Shruas. But Moshe Rabbeinu is connected to the ter- Well, he didn't pass away in Shruas. I mean, so it's, so Never it says, I'm relax, that the truth that you could say that on Shruas is also the day of passing of Moshe Rabbeinu. But we know he didn't pass away in And this is very simple. What happened on Shruas? Every one of us that was there, our souls left our body. When your soul leaves your body, you're dead. Hashem brought it back in with Tal of the Torah, he brought it back in. So therefore you must say, who did it happen to? It happened to everybody. The children, the adults, and every single one of us passed away, and everyone was revived. So if everyone, it applies also to Moshe Rabbeinu as well. So therefore since Moshe Rabbeinu, so to speak, his soul left his body on untrue and has returned, it's also his Yom Ha'ilullah, it's also the day he passed away. Interesting. Okay. But there goes on to say, like this, he says as follows. That all three, Moshe King David, and the Baal Shem Tov, they're all connected to this component of Tal Torah, which is Primius HaTorah, in a way that we in a way that we should have in a way that's internalized, that we understand and comprehend it. Why? What's the connection? And this is very simple. Because when it comes to Moshe Rabbeinu, what does it say? Moshe Rabbeinu taught us the Torah, commanded us the Torah, for the Jewish people. What does that mean? That Moshe Rabbeinu gave us the whole Torah, Torah, doesn't say part of the Torah, the whole Torah, including the Tal Torah, to every single person, in a way that's an inheritance and we know that when you give someone and someone gets an inheritance, it's not half here and half the inheritance, it means completely mine and inheritance means that it's mine, I understand it, so you see, Moishe Rabbeinu has a connection with giving us the Torah complete, that we can comprehend it and understand it the same thing also with King David David is called David, Malcolm Meshichah David, the King Messiah. What's the idea of Messiah? Messiah is about revealing the internal parts of the Torah, the way it's going to be in the future. And there says that this is also um, connected, uh, because again, that year, Meshulah um, is on Shabbat, so it's connected to Meshulah's Shabbat, which that's the time of the feast of King David, Mashiach. Now, there says, so that's in terms of what, Moshe uh, Rabbeinu, the way he gave it to us in an internal way. David, to Mashiach in an internal way. And the same thing will serve as a reference to the Baal Shem Tov. The Balshamtav revealed the inner teachings of Ksidas in a way of a Fatis Hamayona ischutzah, that all these powerful well springs of Khsidas, he made it available to all over the world. Because the fact is, when Hashem gave the Torah at Mount Sinai, we got the revealed Torah, we got the concealed Torah, but the concealed Torah, Tal Torah, was concealed. On, a, on some level. It wasn't totally concealed, but wasn't totally wasn't totally revealed. But what happened after, after time, then it got revealed more through King David, and then it got revealed more through the Balshantav, and the Balshantav students, and the Balshantav student students, and the students' students' students, up until the Rebbe says, the previous Rebbe, who's the leader of our generation, that he came and he totally revolutionized the whole idea of spreading this and specifically premium satira tal torah all over the world and rebbe finish off and he says we know that the torah is nitzchis the torah is everlasting which means that from the torah you learn a lesson for every one of us and the fact that hashem does not ask you to do something you can't do which is a very important lesson in life hashem asks you to do something obviously you can do it that every single one of us and it replies to men and women, because the fact is the woman also received the Torah. They were all there. And matter of fact, we know it says, when it came to Torah, it says in Torah, You should speak to the woman and says them first. And how should you tell them, softly, you should teach them the Torah in a soft way. But the fact is that every single person, men, women, and children, have the power that they can learn Tal Torah. That they can learn chesudas, they can learn premius la up to the point where they can comprehend it and understand it. And just like the Rabbi says, when it comes to any learning, the main thing is, is is action. Main thing is simple, simple, simple action, simple meaning. So the same thing also when it comes to revealing the Tal Torah pnimius of last love, which is going to be in the future, the main thing that should be passionate We should understand it and practically and simply. <coughs> That literally from, as we know, it says, Dvar HaVayezu Halacha. If you want to know what is the word of Hashem, that's Halacha, Jewish law, because it's simple, it's practical. This is what I do, this is what I don't do. And from learning Halacha, and learning Halacha Koine de Chsiddes, we'll come to Dvar HaShem, which is the Ketz, which is the end of Golas. And we're going to have Gu'oolah Vashleima. We're going to have the redemption, the complete redemption, the true redemption, through Mashiach Titkeinu, and the Rebbe finishes off It should be quickly in our days, Didan, Mamesh, right here, right now. So obviously you see it's a very, very powerful Chasidic discourse, a great Chasidic discourse to get ready for Shruis, that will hopefully all be inspired to learn Chasidus, Premius HaTorah, which is our Torah. And, but look how powerful as We learn Chasidus, we learn Pneumius HaTorah. We can literally draw into our lives the most powerful energy, the energy that was used to revive us at Mat Torah, the energy which is going to u- be used to revive us with Chiyas HaMesim, all those are passed away, but we can learn it today and be revived today. So let's hope that we all talk our experience Mat Torah in a revealed way, in a premia way, and we live with Tal Torah of Premius satira Have a great, blessed week. Happy Shrewis, and hopefully, our next class will be, as Rebbe said, in Yushalayim Ira Koydesh, after Kaino.